Hello, and welcome to the Green Leads Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Rizzo, registered dietitian and founder of Green Leads. I am so excited to start this podcast. And on my first episode, I just want to chat a little bit about me, what I do, my goal with the Green Leads podcast, my story with plant-based eating, how I became a vegetarian, and also how I became a marathon runner, and then just give you some more resources that you can use and where you can find more information about me. So let's jump right in. What the heck is Greenleats? Greenleats is a place where I teach everyday athletes how to fuel their sport and maximize performance with plants. If you're thinking to yourself, what is an everyday athlete? It's anyone who cares about fitness. Someone who's out there running a marathon, running a half marathon, doing a triathlon. Maybe you do spin class every other day. Maybe you're really into HIIT workouts. People who really care about fitness and performance, but don't compete professionally. Those are who I consider everyday athletes. And I am so excited to chat about nutrition with you guys because I am a sports dietitian. I have my master's in sports nutrition. And I've found that in talking to so many of you everyday athletes, there's just a big lack of knowledge when it comes to how nutrition is different than sports nutrition because there are different things you need to understand about nutrition when you're using it to fuel your sport. I really feel like nutrition is the most underutilized tool in your performance arsenal and eating plants is one of the simplest and most effective ways to maximize your fitness potential. Not only does it set you up for success, but it also makes you healthier overall. But there are right and wrong ways to go about eating a plant-based diet. And that's some of the things that we're going to talk about on the Green Leads podcast. I'm going to give you practical and real information that you can use to live your healthiest life and perform at your best. So here you're going to find interviews with experts in the field, solo podcasts where I talk about nutrition. I want you to really learn from this, but also enjoy what you're listening to. Now, if you're wondering how I am going to help you, this is where I should do a little intro about me. So once again, I'm Natalie. I'm a New York City-based registered dietitian, and I specialize in sports nutrition. My mission is to help everyday athletes fuel their fitness, especially with a plant-based diet. I truly believe that everyone can eat benefit from eating more plants and especially those who are really into their fitness and their sport. I actually changed careers to become a dietitian. I used to work in advertising uh, and then I went back to grad school and I got my master's in nutrition and exercise physiology and I learned firsthand how important sports nutrition is by studying about it and also putting those practices in place for myself. So I've used all of the tools that I recommend to all of you and I know what's effective and what is not effective. So let me back up a little bit to tell you more details about my story. I 
became a registered dietitian because I really just was interested in healthy food. I was interested in fitness. I love to cook recipes and change those recipes to make them a bit healthier. And I was in a phase in my life where I didn't really like what I was doing. I wanted to get into a new career. And I thought to myself, what can I do that is gonna be something that I like to do, something that will help others. And I ended up getting into the nutrition profession, which I absolutely love so much. In doing so, I had to go back to school for a long time. The transition to become a dietitian takes a few years. And while I was in school, I started learning more about just where food comes from. At the time, I was eating meat. Uh, I was, you know, normally raised eating meat and animal products. And I didn't really think twice about it because that's how I grew up. But when I started learning about how food is sourced, and I was learning about certain things in terms of animal products, like factory farming, where they take a lot of chickens or pigs or cows and they put them in a small enclosed space, and and different things like that that they put into meat, I I didn't really love what I was learning. So I decided to kind of cut back on my meat intake. It wasn't like one day I said, okay, I am a vegetarian. It was more so that I just decided to cut back. I wasn't really interested in eating meat anymore. And to be honest, I was never a huge lover of the way that meat tasted. It wasn't my favorite thing to cook. It wasn't something that I craved or loved all that much. So it wasn't that hard for me to cut back on it. When I decided to cut back, I didn't really tell people, it was more so I just did it on my own. When I went out to dinner, I would order things that didn't have a lot of meat in them. When I was cooking at home, I wasn't really cooking meat. But I had a situation arise where I had to basically say I was a vegetarian, and that was the first time that I said it, and I moved forward with that for a while. When I was in grad school, I was also babysitting on the side because I needed to make some extra cash. And the family that I was babysitting for was incredibly nice. And when they would go out at night and leave me with the kids, they would also leave me dinner. So they would ask what kind of things I wanted to eat. And I didn't really want to eat meat, but I wasn't really saying that I was a vegetarian at that time. But I decided to, the only way to really tell them what I wanted to eat was to tell them that I was a vegetarian so that I didn't end up being stuck with chicken or fish. So I told them I was a vegetarian and they were cool with that. And they gave me a meal that was vegetarian. And from there on in, I just decided that that's how I was going to eat and that I was going to now label myself as a vegetarian. It turned out to not be as difficult as I thought it would be. I live in New York City, so there's so many different ways you can eat here. You can go to a million different restaurants and eat however you want. So finding options wasn't as hard as I thought it may be. But there were definitely some instances where meat was prevalent that it was not necessarily uh, super easy. I remember actually this was back in my single days, going on a date with someone and we were going to a barbecue and we had to stop because I needed to buy some black bean burgers for myself. And he, of course, was eating meat. And I remember I was the only one at the party basically making my own veggie burger. So there was instances like that. 
And then, of course, uh, my family eats a lot of Italian foods. We're of Italian descent. So when I would go home for holidays, there would be things like meatballs or lasagna with meat sauce. So I started making my own lasagna and making my own veggie meats, meatballs with lentils. And my family was very open and receiving to this. So they, they were totally on board. And now these things are staples at our holidays about 10 years later. When I first went plant-based, one of the things that was hardest was kind of trying to figure out the portion sizes and maybe sometimes eating too many carbs and too little protein. There were definitely nights where I ate probably more pasta than I needed to, more rice than I needed to, and I had an education in nutrition, so I knew what I was doing, but it's not always that easy to put it into practice. And that's kind of what I come across when I'm talking to people who are new to plant-based eating. I wasn't really into the tofu and tempeh type of proteins that I'll eat now. I was more relying on beans and lentils and things like that. And I was probably giving myself too much grains uh, and not enough protein at every meal. But it was definitely a trial and error thing. I had to figure out what worked for me. And it took some time, but now I've been doing this for 10 years and I don't even think about what I'm eating on a daily basis. I kind of just have these standard foods that I go through and I eat. I actually probably shouldn't say that I don't think about it because I do. I think about what I'm putting on my plate and the types of macronutrients that go into each meal, but I don't have to struggle to get certain nutrients. All the foods that I eat on a plant-based diet bring me the nutrients that I need and make me feel awesome. One of the things that really helped me kind of figure out how to eat as a vegetarian, as a plant-based eater, was becoming a runner. I have run two marathons and a bunch of half marathons, and, but I wasn't a runner when I was younger. I actually started when I was 30. Actually, I was 29. I was about to turn 30 and I wanted to challenge myself fitness-wise, so I put my name in the lottery for the New York City Half Marathon. And my name was picked, so I was going from basically no running to running 13.1 miles. I trained, obviously, for a few months for this, but in doing so, I was already a plant-based eater, and I didn't really think about how that would affect me as a runner, because that was just how I ate, and I was not thinking of adding meat in because I just figured that these two things could go together. But it was kind of interesting because there are certain things when it comes to plant-based eating that interact in certain ways with your sport. So for instance, certain foods can give you a little bit more bloating or gas, like uh, cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, cauliflower, onions, garlic. And then, you know, if you use certain uh, spices or oils or vinegars, they can really kind of upset your stomach if you eat them before a run or in a certain way. So there's certain plant-based foods that you almost have to think about and kind of figure out when to eat them in relation to your workout. So that was what I had to do when I was training for that half marathon. I was really big into eating salads for lunch and then going out for a run uh, after work. And I kind of found that that was not working for me with that kind of food. Since I ate a lot of black beans, I had to make sure I was eating the beans after a run. So there was some trial and error there. But what was interesting was that I 
never got injured. I always felt good after a run. I was recovering properly. I never really dealt with a lot of the things that people tend to deal with when it comes to sports nutrition. And I think part of that is my knowledge of sports nutrition, but I think also part of that was my plant-based eating habits. That said, I did run a full marathon a few years later, and I struggled a bit in terms of getting enough carbs and getting enough protein, uh, and you have to eat more calories, and plants have less calories than animal foods. So there was a little bit of a struggle there. And I tell you all of this to kind of tell you that even the experts struggle with these things. We've tested different varieties of eating patterns. We've gone through these things so that I can recommend things to you that I've actually tried and I've experienced, but I also use science-based information to give you the tips. I am never here to judge anyone on anything they choose to eat. I don't think that a vegetarian or a vegan diet works for everyone. I recognize that that is not always the case. But I do think that if you want to try more plant-based eating for your sport, I can be here to give you practical tips and science-based information. I truly believe in the science behind nutrition, and that's why I'm going to have experts on this podcast to really break down science and talk about these topics in a way that's easy to understand and applicable to you so that you can put it into practice and reap the benefits of what researchers have looked into in regards to sports nutrition. So I'm really excited that you are here and that you are listening to the Green Leads podcast. I am pumped for everything to come. And if you want to find more about me, you can go on my website, greenleads.com, or find me on Instagram, at Greenleads. Um, and if you go on my website, there is so much cool stuff on there that is completely free. I have over 200 articles and recipes. I have a free uh, plant-based meal plan for everyday athletes that you can download. And there's other resources, eBooks and courses. And I hope to hear from you soon.